Hi, this is Jeanette Creamore, or you may know me as JC. Welcome to Laugh, Learn, Lead, a podcast show that helps project sponsors, project managers, and their teams shape their project success stories. I'll be sharing interviews that bring a different perspective to what project success looks and feels like, as well as unpacking our conversations to provide insights and practical tips. Stay tuned and enjoy. Welcome back. It's your host, JC. Last episode, I shared my story and four career tips. Today, I'm taking you through the project ecosystem, a learning framework that helps others create their own project success stories. This episode is not intended to be a training session, but it will provide enough information to trigger questions about how you could go about improving your project results. Let's take a moment and think about some of the key words that we're hearing at the moment. Have you heard of these? Kanban, Scrum, Safe, Agile, Waterfall, Rapid. These are practices, methodologies, Most people give them a label, but for me, there's not one size that fits all. Organizations are struggling to adopt one method or practice that actually is fit for purpose. I'm seeing an application development, a combination of Kanban and Scrum for those that actually have a continuous improvement maturity, or in infrastructure, I'm seeing the traditional waterfall approach. But in the big digital transformation, most organizations have to adopt a blended model. Now, have you heard of these excuses like lack of executive engagement, requirements are not known, don't have enough budget, unrealistic timelines, poor governance? I'm sure you've got a few that you've heard. Now, I call these excuses because when we really unpack and understand what gets in our way of project success, These are some of the key words and phrases that I've picked up over the many years. What about you? What are you currently hearing as excuses in your project team? I've spent more than 20 years in project management space um, as a project administrator right through to program director. So I've got the scars and bruises of what works and what doesn't. But for me, though, no matter how disciplined an organisation I was in, and how mature they were, how they went about their project management, or even the project team that I was in, how experienced they were and what capabilities they brought to the table, or even the PMO telling me to follow the trusted methodology. I always found there was something missing, and I wanted to understand what were the other key ingredients that I could put in my toolkit as a successful project manager and help other project teams experience what I would as um, success and celebration. Two years ago, I, I took time out to actually look at each of the projects that I'd been involved in, um, unpack them as my case studies and really um, delve deep into what shaped and influenced when we were going off track or when we actually had success. I undertook a lot of research Um, on papers and other um, keynote speakers that were on the international scene and had conversations with my network and some trusted people that had manoeuvred through their career and actually were now actually sitting on the other side and being a stakeholder or someone that the change was happening to. And from all that uh, work um, and analysis, I came up and developed the project ecosystem. And it's a framework that 
that I know works for all projects, no matter the size, complexity or purpose. So if you're managing a new product launch, fitting out a new office space, upgrading software, migrating to the cloud or involved in one of the big ones at the moment, which is a digital transformation journey, what I'm going to share with you hopefully will help you unpack and understand a little bit more about how you could improve your project results. The project ecosystem has five fundamentals, life cycle, drivers, attitude, solution, and leadership. But each of those fundamentals have components, and I'll go through those in a little bit more detail. Start with the life cycle. So for me, project management life cycle is all about linking strategy to projects to operations. And by that, I mean When we are giving a project or we're asked to manage and deliver a project, do you ask the question of and under fully understand what strategy it is enabling? So a project only happens because we want um, an objective to be delivered. And so I ask the question about how can I understand and help you know that this project is going to deliver for the strategy that you have invested in. But in the same way, I also ask the other end of the question, which is operations, and that is, what is it going to look, smell and feel like once this project has been delivered? So what's your blueprint? So for me, the life cycle is about providing a clear understanding and conversation and story around strategy to projects to operations. And if you have never done this before, I'll give you a tip. Start with your blueprint. Start with the end in mind. So start about what the operational teams are going to experience. What are your customers going to experience? What are your staff going to experience? So when the project is no longer around and it's closed down, what's going to be left behind? So the benefits that you talked about in the strategy should actually be quite clear in your blueprint. And if that linkage in that life cycle is not obvious, maybe you need to ask a question about, is this the right project to do now? Maybe it's a project that should be done later, or maybe it's a project that shouldn't be done at all. So that's the first one, the life cycle. The next fundamental is the drivers. Now the drivers, I talk about these three components, change, capabilities, and information. So the change for me is the component that actually links the strategy to the projects. So the driver. So when you look at your business case or the investment plan or the reason why the project is happening, really unpack the change agenda. Is the change happening because it's about financial profit? Is the change happening because it's a compliance activity or legislative requirement? Or is the change happening because it was someone's good idea? So really in that driver's fundamental approach, unpack the change. What in the strategy to projects is the change agenda? And there should be numbers around that. No matter if it is just about a legislative or compliance change, it should actually have numbers behind it. What's going to be the disbenefit to us rather than the benefit? So let's, let's go to the next component, capabilities. So when projects are delivered and we um, close up and and go on, we've actually left behind some capabilities. So the project is about what capabilities are we creating? 
So this project as a driver has capabilities and be really clear about what those capabilities are. Are they new processes? Are they new skills? Are they uplifting existing skills? Are they enhancing an existing function? Be very deliberate and clear about that capability because if you're not, you can get caught up in the agenda of someone else's opinion about why this project is happening. So keep asking the question why. Why a capability? What capability are we delivering for this project? And involve your operational teams because at the end of the day, that's what's being handed over to them is either the enhanced, improved capability or a new capability. Third component of the drivers is information, and this is gold. This truly is one of the probably the most um, conversation I'm seeing on LinkedIn at the moment in um, articles and white papers is data. But let's bring it up a level and call it information. I'm not going to deep dive into data today because that's a little bit of a passion of mine and I can uh, get off topic very quickly. So information. Why did this project happen? What information should it be collecting as a result to allow us to feed back into the strategy? So I'll give you an example. Is the information we're gathering from the project now about customer satisfaction? Is it about quicker delivery of our product from our, to our consumer? Is the information we're trying to understand about cost of delivery if you aren't clear about that information requirement in your project, you're not going to be actually delivering to the strategy because those three components in the driver, change, capabilities and information are crucial in ensuring that the life cycle from strategies to projects to operations is clear. The next fundamental I want to um, share with you is the attitude. The attitude has three components. Decisions, collaboration, and user experience. Some people call that customer experience. Um, so the attitude for me is about the fundamental attitude that the, the culture of the organization, the culture of the project um, is adopting so that it can actually have um, really good decisions. And what I mean by decisions as a component the decisions aren't just about the executives making decisions about investment or moving forward or do we have another resource, do we need more money. Um, it's a combination of all that to the lowest level. We need to empower our staff and the stakeholders involved to make decisions that's going to allow us to keep moving forward. Collaboration is the next component. I could not have in all my journey um, got through and had success without collaboration with my team, my stakeholders, my vendors, my executives. And I don't want people to give this lip service. Collaboration is a real art and it's a practice that people need to really focus on to get results. Collaboration doesn't mean sit in a room and have a workshop. Collaboration really is about listening and allowing your um, influencers and the people participating in the project to really participate participate by contributing. And I mean by contributing is let their ideas be, um, be given some um, emotion and some priority. Let their ideas run through the funnel of 
Is this a capability that we can adopt as part of our project scope? And collaboration is about being um, open to diversity because other people's perspectives will come in. When you, and collaboration is a true relying on other people's skills and knowledge to shape and become a better one team. The third component, user or customer experience, please focus here as well. Um, and I might say that a lot at the moment about focusing, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that later, but the customer and user experience. When in your project do you have that upfront? Can your team members, can your stakeholders clearly tell you a story about in the day and the life of a user, a customer? Do they really get out there and embed themselves um, and I'll give you an example. I've seen this work really well in universities. Project teams that go on campus and actually sit amongst the students, um, either um, under trees when they're having a break or sit in the back of lecture rooms and, and see how they use the technology or um, go into um, the canteen area and see how they're kind of collaborating and how they use open spaces when your project team go on site and immerse themselves in the day in the life of their user, um, the attitude changes. Um, that to me has been one of my must-see evidence when I'm doing a project health check. If, if I don't see the project team um, really understanding the user or customer experience, that to me is already a bit of a warning sign that we might not be delivering the benefit of the project that was actually set out in their strategy in the first place. The next fundamental, the solution. The three components here are process, people and technology. And most projects will know these three areas quite well. They will have already gone through some process definition. What processes are changing? The people, who's involved? How will we train them? How will we help them understand um, and be aware of what of what's changing. Um, technology, we've normally got vendors involved or our experts in our organisations that already look after our um, technology solutions. So these three components are integrated in everything we do as a technology project. And when I say technology project, that probably is the focus at the moment. People are trying to catch up and understand how they can better leverage technology. So if we just focus on those three components and forget about the others that I've just mentioned previously, sometimes we can get um, caught up in our own project agenda and we get so laser-focused on what we're doing that we're probably not just stepping back and checking, are we still on track to deliver the objectives of this project? So remember the life cycle, strategy to operations. So absolutely, process, people and technology is crucial and key ingredients. But for me, I found that most projects focus in these three areas and nearly forget about everything else. The last fundamental, leadership. Now, these are the three components that I've unpacked in leadership, which is something a little bit different for project management. Um, I'm not a organisational leadership expert, but I am a project leadership um, expert, I believe, because I've had that experience. So for leadership, for me, it's about self, 
about the practice and about the solution. So I just mentioned the solution as a fundamental um, ingredient, but solution leadership is really about you um, being at forefront of the questions to ask. It's about ensuring that when you're looking at the solution, you're looking at all the fundamentals and the components of the ecosystem. And you're not just focusing on one ingredient because if you do, you're not going to get the result that you desire. In practice leadership, I want us to start giving back to our industry. No matter what the practice is, if you're the project manager, start giving back to the PMO and start helping the PMO create better environments and controls for us. They can't do it alone. So I feel that if you're in the project management space, you're responsible for contributing back to the practice. And you need to show your leadership on how you can either help your peers, your other project managers get through some of the tough times. Or if you're the practice of architecture, how are you contributing back to your practice? So it doesn't really matter what practice you're in, but leadership in that arena. And lastly, self. I truly believe that we all have a responsibility for investing in ourselves and becoming the best version of ourselves. So being that self-aware and having the, um, the self-management of our responses when things happen. And I unpack um, a lot of this leadership fundamental and the three components in my program called Leadership in Action, um, which is one that I'm releasing next month in May. And so for me, in summing up, I know that is a lot of detail and without seeing it, the picture, it's quite difficult to, to follow my conversation. But what I want to sum up is I developed the ecosystem because I believe that when you focus on one ingredient, it gives an imbalance to everything. So I'm not talking about the methodology. I'm not talking about the right technology and the right solution. I'm just talking about when you are thinking about what you're going to invest in in your organisation, what problems you're going to solve, what projects you're going to fund, what project capabilities you're going to um, foster and train. Think about the project ecosystem, the fundamentals and the components because no matter the size of the project or the complexity or the purpose, as I mentioned before, this ecosystem fits. I truly believe it's a guaranteed uh, mechanism and approach for you and your organisation to think through about keeping projects um, healthy, prioritising the right ones and actually celebrating your success stories and getting a reputation of getting things done right the first time. I also use the project ecosystem for my work and that's the work that I do. So when I come into an organisation and they've engaged me through um, a short-term consulting I will use their project ecosystem to look at the fundamentals and the components of the project and assess its health because I don't, I don't come in there to be the specialist of your solution. I don't come in there to be the specialist of your um, financial model and benefits. But what I will look for is evidence around each of these fundaments, fundamentals and components and help you potentially put in place a few little um, corrective actions 
to keep you on the right track or if I find that you may be going off track and you're going to hit an oops moment, um, I will develop a, a health plan to get you back on track. So that's one way that I use the ecosystem in the work that I do. The other way is all my programs and workshops that I develop and deliver. I use the ecosystem as the foundation um, of the content. So I can use it to demonstrate uh, real um, project stories because I've developed it based on my own projects and project cases. So I have confidence that when I'm um, delivering my pro training programs and workshops, that that's real. And also another thing is um, I ask project managers to bring their projects to the programs and workshops because they can apply this real practical way of thinking into what they've actually currently um, managing in their organisation. Um, and a third thing that I'm, I'm so excited about to uh, launch later this year is my first online course, um, Attract Your Dream Project. It's been feedback from my clients um, and my network over the last uh, couple of years to say, Jeanette, we really want more of what you know and um, I'm finding it hard to, to uh, meet everyone's demands. So I'm taking a bit of a leap and uh, developing an online course, which will be the first one that I release later this year. So um, stay tuned for that. So if you would like to know more about what I do and a little bit more about what I've shared today about the ecosystem, um, I recommend you connect with me on LinkedIn and ask me to send you a copy of uh, introduction to the ecosystem. It's a summary. It's it's a it's a picture, so you'll actually understand a little bit more about what I've talked about today. And hopefully, you can, that will trigger some thinking for you about hmm, what do you need to think about in how you're going about delivering your project results. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a few ideas to take action. I would love for you to rate and review the show. I too need feedback to learn. Cheers for now. Remember, a day without laughter is a day wasted. 